Kind of a weird comment today from Dan Campbell. What's the head coach talking about? You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How you doing, everybody? Matt Derry with you on a Tuesday edition of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's Tuesday, September 19th and Wednesday, September 20th. Thanks for checking us out wherever you get your podcasts, watching us on our Locked On Lions YouTube channel. Please subscribe. Let's get over 8,000 subscribers. Watch us live and direct and free on our Locked On Lions YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter at Derry Speaks at Locked On Lions. And thanks for, uh, again, making us your first listen each and every day. Coming up on the show today, Dan Campbell was on the morning show on 97 won the ticket today, and I have no idea what he's talking about when describing the end of the game sequence against the Seahawks. It, it's mind-blowing. <laughs> I don't get it. I want to know if I'm off base here. I will explain coming up momentarily on the program. Also, big injury news for the Lions with Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Likely done for the season. I'll tell you what kind of an impact it has. I think it's major. It's massive. And also, Jared Goff playing really good football. Why do I bring up Jared Goff? I will explain momentarily right here on Locked On Lions. Locked On Lions today brought to you by FanDuel, official sports book of Locked On. Make every moment more right now. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started. <coughs> Lions one and one. <coughs> Excuse me. Falcons coming to town for a date with the Lions Sunday, one o'clock at Ford Field. A game that uh, you can check out on Fox. Atlanta coming in at two and oh, one of three NFC two and oh teams. Bijan Robinson, Drake London, Kyle Pitts and company. Uh, they got a good running game. Their coach, Arthur Smith, has this team uh, clicking pretty much offensively. And we'll see what goes down Sunday. And what I'm not saying it's a must-win game. The last thing the Lions want to do is go down and lose two home games in conference and be at one and two having to go for a short week to Green Bay to face the Packers uh, coming up on Thursday. A lot of injury talk that we got to get to and, and everything else here on the program. Um, but I got to start with this. Everybody's talking about the end of the game. Hmm. And I touched on it yesterday, and I'm touching on it again today because Dan Campbell joined Stoney and Jansen this morning on the Lions flagship station, uh, 97.1, the cricket. And listen, uh, Dan Campbell is very transparent. He's a great guest on the show. He's great with everybody. He's an awesome guest, and, and, and I love the fact that he's our coach. I do, uh, here in Detroit. Uh, we said going into this season that oh, how would he do late in games? How would he do decision-making? Would we see improvement from the Lions head coach from last season to this season? And would this team get over the hump, win the division, and everybody would laud Dan Campbell for how great of a coach he was. Um, Sunday was not his best performance. The team was down 31-28 and settled for a field goal with plenty of time on the clock, moving the football at ease on Seattle's Swiss cheese defense, and had timeouts to burn and to use. And they elected to play conservatively, and they never got the ball back. This morning, John Jansen, 
John Jansen talks very slow. John Jansen on the morning show asked Dan Campbell a good question. He's like, I want to ask you about the end of the game. What were you thinking? What was going on there? Why'd you settle for three? Here's Campbell this morning discussing what happened and what took place, what he was thinking with this team down three and why he settled for a field goal, courtesy audio, courtesy of 97.1, the ticket. Look, no question, but here's the thing. We, we had just come back from two scores down, right? So we're down 10 points. We battle our way back, minute 44. So to me, you're down three. At the worst case scenario, you're going in tied at halftime, playing in overtime. Yeah. We, do we agree with that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So we know at worst that's what we need to end up with. At best, we're going to get a touchdown. That is not end of game scenario in my mind. That is end of half. That's like we're the end of the second quarter is how we're playing that scenario. So we come from two scores down. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> what? Bear with me here. If you play the end of the game like it's halftime, which is what he said, we play it as if it's like halftime. Normally what happens in football in high school College and the pros is in the second half. Both teams possess the football. In overtime of a National Football League game, both teams do not always possess the football. What am I missing? He's basically saying we're playing it like halftime. We're not playing it like it's the end of the game. I um, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm I'm dumb. That makes absolutely no sense because in this instance, the overtime coin toss decided the football game because your defense couldn't stop the Seahawks. The Lions never got the ball back. So you were playing like it was halftime, but it wasn't. There was a chance you're not touching the football again. And it happened. Geno Smith and the Seahawks got it. Marched down the field, scored a touchdown. Tyler Lockett, game over. Uh, that worries me. That really, that comment really, really worries me. If you want to say, hey, look, I said it on Sunday. I'll say it again. I didn't want the Seahawks touching the ball in regulation again. I I, I didn't want them doing it. Maybe I didn't have faith in my defense. Uh and he said, we wanted to run the clock down. But treating it like it's halftime and playing it like, hey, we were down 10 points. We just wanted to get it even. And then second half, rah, rah, rah. Except second half and halftime are two different things. You didn't get the ball back. What does that mean? What? Dan Campbell has done an incredible job here in fixing the culture and getting the buy-in, in, 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 in rallying the city. He's the face of the franchise. But what's he talking about? Halftime? No, no, it's not halftime. It's the end of the game. You can't stop, Seattle. You have a chance with three timeouts. Raymond returns the punt to the 50. You're in their end of the field with a minute 44 to go. Step on their necks, man. Get a touchdown. Go up 35-31. Halftime? 
What? I don't get it. I'm I'm lost. If someone on our YouTube comments or Twitter or Matt Derry Facebook fan page wants to comment and tell me what I'm missing, please tell me. I'm losing it here. I don't understand what that means. We're treating it like it's halftime. No, no, you can't. <laughs> because in NFL overtime, there's a chance you do not possess the football again. The other team scores a touchdown, you don't get a chance. <sighs> okay, that's that's all I got on that topic. I don't get it. I think Dan Campbell needs to be smarter at end of games. I think we got to see better. I think fans deserve better. This can't be the way this goes. It has to be better. It has to be better. And I think it will be. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. Let's see them go out and crush the Falcons. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace case. The Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you a peace of mind so that you're not just hoping that you have access to medication in emergency. Jace Medical makes sure you have the meds in your hand. Jace Medical is simple. They handle everything from the online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. Don't get caught unprepared. Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical Plus, an additional $20 off by using the code LOCKDOWN at checkout at Jace Medical, J-A-S-E, medical.com, promo code LOCKDOWN. And hey, Matt Derry here to tell you about FanDuel. My goodness, we had two Monday night games last night for the gamblers. For you guys that like to play a little bit, that was fun last night to see Saints and Panthers and the very exciting Chris Fowler on the call. And also Browns Stillers. What a game that was last night. My goodness, those two teams. Do uh, you want to put some money down? You want to have some fun? You want to bet on the Tigers tonight against the Dodgers? You can do all of that at FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's right, $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you're thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to do it than right now. They got point spreads. They got player props, over-unders, and more. So uh, visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off, uh, kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right, I apologize for the language earlier. If I get in trouble, I'm sorry. Uh, I just am dumbfounded at what I was listening to earlier, that audio courtesy of 97 on the ticket, Stoney and Jansen morning show. I don't get it. I still don't get it. I don't understand it. But hopefully this week, Lions beat the Falcons. They get to two and one and everything's going to be just fine. Lions have a lot of injury concerns. Taylor Decker, according to Dan Campbell, might not play Sunday. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, torn pectoral muscle, likely out for the year. Dan Campbell says there's a chance he could come back at the end of the season, but they put him on the injured reserve list today. Folks, uh, a lot of times I would not go crazy over any injury. Look, if you're in Cleveland today, you're just bummed out about Nick Chubb. He is clearly the best player on the Browns, at least the best offensive player on the Browns. Miles Garrett, you can make an argument for. Losing Nick Chubb really hurts in Cleveland, all right? 
With the Lions, they've got good depth in their secondary. Tracy Walker can step in and be a very serviceable safety in the absence of C.J. Gardner-Johnson. But I got to tell you something. This one hurts. Uh, I didn't love the mask bit. We went over that on the show. But you know what? Chauncey Gardner-Johnson is has been the ultimate teammate. He's been the ultimate leader. He's brought some swagger, some trash talk, and he backs it up. One of the best signings you could possibly make by Brad Holmes this offseason was giving Chauncey Gardner-Johnson a one-year deal at about six, six and a half million dollars. It was brilliant. Genius. Didn't end up going back to Philadelphia. Had other offers. Something about being reunited with Aaron Glenn. I'm sorry, future head coach Aaron Glenn and Dan Campbell from his New Orleans days. And Chauncey Gardner-Johnson coming here on a one-year deal for less than $7 million was an absolute steal. And I've loved what he's brought the first two weeks. You know, just playmaking ability in that secondary. He's a ball hawk. He can tackle. And for him to tear his, his uh, a pec muscle, then keep playing the rest of the game, played 70 of 72 defensive snaps, tells you what kind of player he is. And to lose Chauncey Gardner-Johnson is just such a bummer. It is. Now, again, I like Kirby Joseph. I like Tracy Walker. I love Brian Branch. All right. Secondary is going to be okay. They got Melifon Wu back there. They got others. All right. Will Harris can slide and play between safety and corner. So there's some decent depth in the secondary. And it's only going to get better when Emmanuel Mosley comes back um, from his injury. So far, he has not been healthy yet coming back from his torn ACL last year. But whew, this is a tough loss. Tough, tough loss losing Chauncey Gardner Johnson. He just brought. A lot to the party. You know he'll be on the on the sidelines. You know he will be at practice and he'll be active on the sideline. But unfortunately, not being on the field just sucks. It sucks. So number two, um, not on the on the field is a big injury. Lions today also placed James Houston on injured reserve. Not a surprise there. David Montgomery doesn't appear is going to play Sunday either. So here are some moves that the Lions made. They need to add another running back. Right now, it's just Jameer Gibbs and Craig Reynolds. Come on, Craig. So uh, Bam Knight, ex of the Jets, who was on the Lions practice squad, has been brought up to the 53-man roster. Knight is a big body. Kind uh, of run between the tackles, probably better than Gibbs can right now. Dan Campbell saying this morning on the radio, hey, look, we're not just going to force feed Gibbs. We're going to still ease him in. I still want to see more of Jameer Gibbs, especially out wide and in motion and you know jet sweeps and things like that. But I think when they need short yardage, when they need to go between the tackles, if David Montgomery can't play Sunday, you got to believe it'll be a Craig Reynolds and Bam Knight for some of those tougher interior runs. Also, we know Big V is going to be out a while. Halapulavanti Vitae. So the Lions um, elevated from the practice squad. Coyote uh, Ewosika the backup guard. So he is up on the active roster today. And cornerback Chase Lucas is as well. So the Lions have one more roster spot right now to uh, fill in after all of these guys have been hurt. Look, the Lions got, you know, as Campbell says, bit by the injury bug last year, and they're facing it right now. And it's next man up, and they got to get the job done Sunday. All right? Me, for me, losing... Gardner Johnson and Josh Pascal have been big losses. It is time for some of these guys along the defensive line to wake up. 
They have not done their part the first two weeks. You got a young quarterback in Desmond Ritter. Let's rattle him a little bit. Let's get some pressure on that cue, as my buddy Rob Rubick would say, and uh, get the home crowd fired up, force a turnover. Lions have not. Uh, um, Lions have forced uh, a turnover. They the Brian Branch pick six uh, in Kansas City. But, you know, the Lions uh, this past weekend, minus three in the turnover battle. One of the reasons why they lost the football game. But a big loss with Chauncey, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson um, being out. All right, coming up next, uh, I want to tell you, I want to give some props to Jared Goff. I have to do that. And I'll explain why I'm doing that uh, coming up next. But first, I want to tell you about Prize Picks Daily Fantasy that is so much fun. Prize Picks is the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America with the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy. It's just you against the numbers, all right? Instead of battling thousands of other players, and including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than on two to six player projections and watch the winnings roll in. It is that simple. It's a lot of fun. Most fun I've had, you went up 25 times your money this football season. Take $10, turn it into $250 in no time. Uh, you know, we got games Thursday night. We got games this weekend. What about this weekend with the Lions and Falcons? You think the Lions defense is going to step up against Bijan Robinson? Maybe you take him going less than 80 yards, something like that. Prize Picks offers it all, including today, their weekly promotion of Taco Tuesday. Check it out. Go to prizepicks.com slash NFL and use code LOCKDOWNNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash NFL. Daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, so who watched last night's Monday night football game? The good one, Browns and Steelers. What did we see in that game last night? What we saw last night in the Cleveland-Pittsburgh game, which Pittsburgh won, was lousy, capital L, lousy quarterback play. And it's around the league, right? Now, again, the Lions have faced two pretty good quarterbacks the first two weeks themselves, and Patrick Mahomes, who is the best in the league, and Geno Smith, who last year was a Pro Bowl performer. But last night it was Kenny Pickett in his second year with the Steelers and that horrible Matt Canada-led offense against Deshaun Watson. He had the diminishing skills over the last two years, and I don't know what's happened to Deshaun Watson, but he's got off. And you watch the game last night, and it made me think about how fortunate we are here in Detroit that Jared Goff is good. Jared Goff is really good. Now people are going to say, well, you know, he's finally, Ben Johnson, he's a system quarterback. Lions should still next year. Hold on a second. Jared Goff is playing very good football, right? You can make the argument about the interception the other day and whose fault it was. But through two weeks, again, just two games, there's 16 more or, um, excuse me, 15 more. Uh, Jared Goff, through two weeks, is number three in the NFL in passer rating. 109.0. Only trailing Jordan Love. Yes, Jordan Love, 118 passer rating. That's pretty good. And Kirk Cousins. So the NFC North has the three highest rated quarterbacks through the first two weeks, Kirk Cousins' passer rating is 114. 
Love 118, Goff 109. Jared Goff is playing at a high level. He just is. And some of these other quarterbacks, and I was watching Bryce Young a little bit last night in the other Monday Night Football game, and Bryce Young is a rookie quarterback that's a little bit undersized, that doesn't have a lot of weapons in Carolina, plays with a very conservative coach in Frank Reich, and is going to need some time. Derek Carr was fine last night for the Saints. He was fine. But quarterback play around the league is not great, and especially not great in the National Football Conference. All right? Um, in the NFC, you got Jalen Hurts. Then what else do you have? Seriously, tell me off the top of your head who is the lock, lock number two or second best quarterback in the NFC. Is You can make an argument for Matthew Stafford. Maybe some of you think it's Dak Prescott. Maybe some of you think it's Kirk Cousins or Jared Goff. Uh, maybe some of you think it's Brock Purdy, Derek Carr, like I mentioned before. And I'm sure I'm missing some people as I'm doing this off the top of my head. But the bottom line is maybe there's a Daniel Jones fan out there. What about Baker? I'm just kidding. After Jalen, uh, excuse me, after, yeah, Jalen Hurts, there's a drop-off. All right? Again, I think Matthew Stafford can still play if given time. But, you know, Jared Goff plays in a league, in a conference, where he can really excel. And he can be one of the best. All right? Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, who's been terrible so far, and others over in the AFC. Tua has just been unbelievable so far uh, in the first two weeks. But Jared Goff can play. And in watching Deshaun Watson last night make terrible decisions, not be able to read a defense, Steelers are coming on a blitz. Browns have a three-point lead. Watson doesn't change the play. And instead, they run a deep play-action pass Half rollout. And Watson just got bombarded from from behind by Alex Highsmith on a blitz. And he fumbles. T.J. Watt picks it up, and that's the game. Kenny Pickett is in his second year. Needs more time. All right, needs more time. But he's not good. You watch that last night, and you really come to accept the fact that our quarterback here in Detroit is good and should be here a long time. Yeah, they drafted Hendon Hooker, and he'll sit out all season, and they'll see next year if he's good enough to win the backup job. All right? But Jared Goff has cemented himself as one of the better quarterbacks in the sport, in the conference, and I think Lion fans should be very happy that they have him, as long as they keep him protected. And Ben Johnson continues to call good plays. And I know we just talked about the the, the ugliness that was the end of the first end of the game the other day, but Lions offense is going to get, it's going to click. It is. Hopefully David Montgomery's healthy. Hopefully Big V's not out long. A lot of injuries. But the Lions have some depth and they've got a quarterback that is in a good groove right now. And I'll take him any day of the week over the guys I was watching last night. All four of them. Carr, Young, Watson, and uh, Pickett. Deshaun Watson at one time years ago was better than Jared Goff. Not anymore. All right. So I think Lion fans should be happy and satisfied with what they have um, in Jared Goff. Not going to be an easy game this weekend. Robinson and Algier and 
Cordero Patterson, the Falcons can really run the football. So the Lions defense has really got to take away that run and force Ritter to beat him. So we'll talk to Aaron Freeman on Thursday for the Lockdown Crossover, working on a guest for tomorrow. We'll see if that comes to fruition, a name you know. And uh, that'll be do it. That'll do it for our Tuesday edition of Lockdown Lions right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Again, thanks to our everydayers that are out there and check us out. Please subscribe to our Lockdown Lions YouTube channel and watch us for free on YouTube each and every day. We are back again tomorrow.